What is going on, guys? I hope you are having a phenomenal day. Welcome to another episode of the Thrive Forever Fit Show. Today, I'm going to tell you a story that I know will have the ability to impact your life in a positive and dynamic way. And I know this because it is a little bit of my story. Now, it's not a story about weight loss. It's not a story about relationships. It's not a story about money, per se, but it's a story about falling in love with the process and following that process, even when you're scared, even when you're afraid, even when you don't have a clue what the next step is going to be, even when your emotions are riding higher than they should be. I'm going to tell you today about my journey from when I started my personal training business. Now, I have no notes. I'm going to shoot straight from the cuff here. So if I go a little bit um, off in this direction or that direction, please bear with me. But I promise you this, this episode will fulfill the purpose and passion of the Thrive Forever Fit Show. And that is to disrupt the way you currently think, inspire you to think differently, and give you the tools to transform into the person that you deserve and desire to be. And today, guys, we're going to talk about the process. And I'm going to use my story to help you understand. I just feel called to do this episode. It hit me like a ton of bricks that a lot of people are going through things right now and they can't see the finish line. Let's be honest, there really is no finish line because the closer you get, that line's going to move anyway. But you can't even see the next step. You think you're on the right track, but you really have no way of knowing. And so what happened to me is I'll start from the very beginning. When I left corporate America and decided that I was going to go all in on me. And what I mean by that is I was going to be solely responsible for my ability to pay my bills. I was going to be solely responsible for my own income. And that was through my personal training business. At that time, guys, I didn't have a coaching business. I didn't have, a, I didn't have one single client. And I'm going to tell you how this transpired from the very beginning to where I am today. And there was a lot of trials and tribulations. There were some major life events. There were a lot of things that went on that you are probably going through. And so I want you to, to listen to the story today, and I want you to find yourself inside of it. If, even if you're on a weight loss journey, if you're on a journey to find a better relationship, if you're on a journey to find a better job, if you're on a journey to find more faith, it doesn't matter. It's all the same. All we are in life, guys, is a system of processes, a system of standards. And I firmly believe that when you fall in love with the actual process itself, that's when you're going to find your magic. All right, let's kick it off. So Jay Nixon decides I'm going to go all in on being a personal trainer. I'm going to go. I have no clients. And so my first place of business, I rented a small section. I'm going to say it was probably about the size of a broom closet. It was tiny, guys. I rented this small section from a local acupuncturist in their, in their business, and I paid them rent on a weekly basis. Now, I had no clients. At this time, guys, I would take a client anytime, any place, anywhere. You could say, hey, Jay Nixon, I'd like to train at 1 a.m. in the morning, and I would say, fantastic. I will be there with bells on, and we will have the most fantastic workout you've ever had in your life. Now, as I grew that business um, in that tiny little acupuncture's office, I got to a point where I was starting to have a little bit of success. I was starting to build a little bit of momentum. I was excited. I was loving life. I was like, every time I'd get a new client, like some days I'd have two or three clients in the same day. Holy shit, what? 
Remember, I started out with one. If, I mean, you started out with zero and then I got one client. Some days I'd have that one freaking client all day long. And then I got to two clients and then three clients and then four clients. There were some days I, guys, I was having five and six clients a day. Guess what? I'm riding high. I'm like, this is going to work. This is amazing. I'm going to pull this off. And then the owner, actually the owner's husband of the acupuncture clinic came and said, hey, we see you're having some success. We're going to need more money from you. We're going to need you to pay more rent. Now, I had negotiated a rate up front that we had an agreement on, but they decided since I was making more money that, and I was getting more successful, they decided they needed more money. And guys, at that time in my business, that wasn't an option. I mean, even though I had sometimes had five and six clients a day, I wasn't, I wasn't breaking the bank. I wasn't bringing home a whole lot of money. All of that money that I was making was going back into the business to keep it going, to pay my bills, to pay all the things that I was responsible for. And when they came to me and said, hey, we're going to need more money from you out of, out of the blue, out of, the, out of nowhere, or you're going to have to leave. I'm like, what? I'm gonna have to leave. what? I'm gonna have to leave, or you have to more. Like, what is going on? Like, I was literally dumbfounded. I was blown away. This caught me completely off guard. Oftentimes in life, always in life, these things catch us off guard. We're not ready for that hammer. We're not ready for that thing. And in the moment, it felt horrible. It felt. I remember being so discouraged. I remember being so upset. I remember being so confused. I did not, I, why would you do, we're human beings. Why would you do this to me? I'm trying to make a living here. Like I'm just getting my feet underneath me. I couldn't fathom it guys. I couldn't understand it. And so you have to go, right? Cause I wasn't at that point. I'm like, I can't, you know I can't pay you more money. I can't do that. And so I found another place in town that was more of a a conventional gym that rented space to several different personal trainers. So it was a gym space, but if you're a personal trainer, you could bring your clients in there and you would pay them a monthly fee. So completely on the other side of town. So I have to tell my five clients, I'm like, hey, we got to go. Um, we're going to move over on the other side of town. So what happened when I moved that far away is I lost three of the five clients. So now I'm back down to two and I'm like, oh my gosh, what is going on? So I go to this space, great guys, they welcome me in with open arms. They allow me to, to, to pay them an, a, an affordable rate to be there, bigger space. I've got access to use their equipment, everything. It's fantastic. So I start to grow my business a little bit there and everything is going really, really well. And, and I'm getting more clients and more clients and more clients. And so I wanna say I got myself up to like where I was having like five and six clients on a daily basis, meaning I had like maybe 10 to 15 clients in my whole portfolio, which when you start at zero, 10 to 15 clients is you're, you're, you're happy as a clam, guys. You're, you're overwhelmed. Your things are going fantastic. And then I started getting that disruptive noise inside of myself. Like, gosh, this, I, it's kind of, it's kind of dirty here. It's not up to my standards. It's loud. It's like, sometimes I'll bring in like, and if you guys know anything about me, I train clients from 90 years old down to nine years old. So sometimes I would have like, a, I had a couple of clients that were in their 90s. I used to train the guy who was the CEO of Dole Pineapple. He was in his 90s when I was training him. I would have him in there working out. We're just working on like posture and form and just getting his strength going. And there would be the loudest, most profane rap music playing in the background. 
And I'm like, I gotta, this is not, oh my, you know, and I, I'm very, I'm very aware. I'm very socially aware um, of, of, of the right things to do. Right. And so I would never do that, but the other trainers didn't have that same level of respect. And you listen, I'm not saying that it was, I'm not saying they did anything wrong. Like they, if they had access to the music and that's what they wanted to rock and roll, then that's totally fine. It was up to me to make the shift. And so I realized like I had to do something different. And so through, you know, God, the universe, the force of whatever it is that you believe in, they're all the same thing, but whatever it is you believe in, I got this opportunity to go into a physician's office, not actually into the physician's office, but in an office right next to his. And the agreement was, hey, you come over here. I'd like to offer my clients this service. You can bring your current clients and I will funnel you business. Fantastic. What the you know, God is looking out for JJ. Like things are going great. I don't have to listen to the rap music anymore. I don't have to worry about offending my clients. I don't have to worry about the bathroom being lower than the my standard level. Um, and guys, while I was at this place, like I treated it as my own. Like every day I went in before my first client got there, I would go and I would clean the public bathroom. Because I, I wanted, if my client had to pee, wash their hands or blow their nose, I wanted them to see that it was clean, it was safe, it was everything it needed to be. And so I took my standards to that place. And that's another lesson in life. I didn't just go there and show up and, and, and run amok. I took my standards to that place. And that's something very important. As, as you go through adversities, make sure you're not lowering your standards. Make sure you're actually elevating your standards as you go through those processes. So I think that's an important little caveat that you need to understand that even when life hands you an adversity, you need to take your standards with you to the next level of, of, um, of your own greatness. And so I get this opportunity at this doctor's office. It seems fantastic. It's working out beautifully. Um, I've got this beautiful space. It's just me in there. It's not my own. I'm paying rent to be there. You know, and as he funnels me clients, I have to give him a kickback for each one of those clients. And so, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a good little business relationship. It's not perfect. But it's a good little relationship because remember, I'm still trying to grow my business. I'm still trying to figure this out. Like I don't have a, I mean, this isn't like a solidified thing. And again, remember, I'm moving again. So when I move back to a different part of town, I lose three or four or five more clients. And so it's like that, that roller coaster ride. Yes, it's a better opportunity. Yes, there's no rap music. Yes, the bathroom is up to me and me solely to have clean. But I've lost some clients again. And now I'm, I'm relying on another human to refer me business, right? And that, so someone else is, my point is this, I was still putting too much emphasis on someone else helping me. And guys, we don't get anywhere in life on our own. We always need help. We always need support. But that needs to come with reciprocity. And at this stage, I wasn't, I was looking at it from a reciprocal place of he's going to send me people. I'm going to take really good care of them. I'm going to pay him, but it wasn't, it wasn't the proper relationship. And so, and I'm going to, and, and as you know, I'm not there anymore. So something had to have happened. So one day I get, he calls me over. He's like, Hey Jay, you got a minute. Can you come into my office? And I'm like, absolutely. What's going on? I'm thinking he's going to tell me about a new client. I'm thinking he's going to tell me, you know, and I, guys, at this stage, I'm growing the business. Like he's sending me people. I'm taking care of them. They're referring me people. Like things are starting to go, man. Like I am like, this is, this is going to work. This is going to work, man. I started doing some nutritional consulting. I started kind of my like coaching process and my coaching biz. 
I'm like, this is going to freaking work. Like I'm, I'm expanding, I'm growing, I'm evolving, calls me into his office and says, hey, I'm going to need you out by the end of the week. I said, what? He said, I'm going to need you out of that building by the end of the week. I have a big tenant who's willing to rent it for over $10,000 a month and I'm going to need you gone. I said, okay, um, totally understand um, opportunity. You got to take opportunities when they come to you. But did you say by the end of the week? He's like, yeah, this was on a Tuesday. I'm like, you realize that I don't have anywhere to go. Like I, I have the, all these clients that I'm going to lose if I don't have anywhere to take them. What am, he's like, well, hey, here's a phone number to a real estate agent. Call them. They'll find you a place to go. Guys, I've never rented my own space before. I've never had my own building. I've never assigned the lease or been responsible for anything like that at this stage of my, of my career. I need you out by the end of the week. I literally went home and I'm like dumbfounded again. I'm like, what is going on universe? But again, remember, I'm stupid. It takes me a while. I don't listen. And so I called this real estate agent and I'm like, I'm overwhelmed. I'm like, I got to be out in like five days. Where am I going to do with my stuff, my clients? I'm going to lose business. This is unbelievable. So I go into like calling everybody I know. So I call one of my friends and they're like, hey, call this country club. There's a guy there named Joe. Talk to Joe. They have a fitness center down in the basement. Um, it's the community fitness center, but I bet he would let you come in there and use the space. And I'm like, cool. So, I mean, because remember guys, I have like five days. I call Joe, I go meet him, work, beautiful, unbelievably cool dude. I'm still friends with him to this day. He's the, the GM of the country club. He's like, absolutely. Bring your stuff that you can that doesn't interfere with this. You can use the space. Here's the rent we'll work out with you. Fantastic. So I go to this country club and I'll say this. It was, I wasn't proud to bring my clients there. Um, just because of the, the oldness, it was down in kind of a basement area. It was dark. It was a little dingy. Um, if I'm being 100% honest, some of the, the patrons of the country club didn't like the fact that I was in there training my clients and they were rude to me and they would, they would hide my equipment. They would you know, say things inappropriately to my clients. They would do things that were just not appropriate. So it wasn't a beautiful scenario. And this was all out of Joe's control. We tried to get a handle on it. But, you know, as you guys know, when you insert humans, you can get chaos really, really easy. But I'm doing it. I got a place to bring my clients. But I'm in that phase of like, I'm not super proud of this. And so I wasn't actively quote unquote, growing my business. Because some people say, oh, hey, Jay, you're a personal trainer. Fantastic. I got a friend who's looking like, where are you? And I'd be like, well, I'm in this country club and I'm like down in the basement and then there's a thing. And then I'm like, so I wasn't proud of it. I was proud of my services. I was proud of myself. I was proud of what I could bring to the table, but I wasn't proud of the actual location and the quality of the location. You guys seen a theme here? Like I kept go putting myself into these scenarios and situations, even though God and the universe was knocking on the door saying, stop it, stop it, stop it. So here's what happens. So I'm in this country club, I'm working and I happen to be out of town. I want to say this was like on a Monday. Lori and I were actually in Long Beach. Um, she was speaking at a convention. I was there with her. Um, I remember being in the lobby in the morning and in the, in the, we don't get much rain here in Palm Desert. And 
I knew there were some rainstorms out here, but I had no idea because remember I'm in LA and so I'm, I'm not even knowing what's going on here in the desert. Somebody calls me from the country club and says, hey, Jay, it has rained here for like hours on end. It is the most torrential downpour that we've ever had in the history of the desert. I could possibly be exaggerating that, but it was crazy. It was chaos. The main road here in town was completely underwater. It was not, it was, remember, I'm in the basement of a country club. They send me a video, guys, in the basement of the country club where all my equipment is, where I train my clients, where I do everything that I do is under five feet of water. Five feet of water, guys, and it's still raining. There's, there's a waterfall coming down the stairs to get into the basement. There's a picture of them in the basement, the water up above their knees. Catastrophic, right? Like what, I'm in, and I'm in, I'm in, I'm in Long Beach. I'm like, what am I gonna do? What am, what am I gonna do? This is unbelievable. This is insanity. They were gonna have to close this place down for, I mean, I think it ended up being closed down for over a year. So at that moment, I have no place to train my clients. I have no, nowhere to go, nothing to do. Luckily, it was the weather was appropriate. So when I got back, I was able to take a few of my clients to local tennis courts and do some workouts outside, but that wasn't gonna last long. And here's the kicker. About five days after that, Lori was taking me to Maui for my 40th birthday. We were gonna spend over two weeks in Maui for my 40th birthday, celebration time, hoorah, JJ's 40, the whole nine yards. I got nowhere to work when I get home, guys. I got nowhere to take my clients when I get home. I'm gonna, my entire business is, is hanging by a thread. So we go to Maui, we go to Maui, right? You don't not go to Maui, we go to Maui, but I've got nowhere to go. I've got nowhere to take my clients when I get home. So I told my clients this, I'm like, hey, when I get back, we'll have somewhere to go. Just praying to God that I wasn't full of shit. So we go to Maui, I call, I start looking online at every, you know, possible website that has rental space. Who could I rent from? Who could I call? I started the same silly process again. I started asking people, where can I go and rent from somebody else? And then it hit me. I think Lori and I even had this conversation. It's like, the universe, God has been telling me for a while, what are you doing? It's time for you to get your own place. It's time for you to grow into the human that you're supposed to be. It's time if you are really going to take this business seriously, if you're really gonna help people, if you're really gonna turn this into a transformative opportunity for you and the people that you know you can help, it's time, brother. It's time to get your own space. It's time to get your own place. So I'm in Maui, sitting at the kitchen table of a condo that we rented, looking online, and I find the shopping center that I'm in now. I find this one particular unit. I look at the math, I'm doing the numbers. I'm like, this will work, this will work. I've never been there, I've never seen it. I call the real estate agent, I'm like, hey, what's this space about, tell me about it. They go there, they do like a cell phone video. They send it back to me, everything's going good. I'm talking to Lori, I'm like, we're, I'm, gonna do, I'm gonna do this, babe. This is gonna be it, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna go ahead and say yes to this. I call the real estate agent, they're like, hey man. Um, hope that birthday is going great because we just rented that space. I said, what? Yeah, somebody just rented that space today. Talk about deflation, guys. Talk about, I mean, just overwhelm again, right? Being scared again, being just a laundry list of emotions. 
And then they should have led with this, but they didn't. They, but hey, but we've got another space right across the alleyway. I think it might work for you. Let me go over there. Let me look, do a look around. Let me send you a video. They go across the alley. They send me the video. And I simply say, yes. I didn't even look at the video. I side unseen. I said, please, I don't know what you need to do. I don't know how I can get my signature in blood from Maui to Palm Desert, California, but if you'll tell me, I'll do it. They send me over the documents. I signed the lease on this place, side unseen. Never even walked in the door. Didn't honestly even know where it was. I knew the proximity, but I'd never been there. So that's where I am today. That's the same business that I'm in today. I've been there for over five years. I wanna say I'm going on, I'm in year eight now at this particular location. And guys, my business has grown by over 50%. I've 50X'd my business. Amazing clientele, unbelievable. In my opinion, um, I've created the best lifestyle transformation human performance optimization program on the planet. I think we do the best job with personal training of anybody here in the Valley. I'm proud of the place. I love to tell people to come. Like, I love it. It's everything that I've ever wanted. And I'll tell you this, I used to draw in my journal, this, this picture of this place. And I would put the equipment in the pictures and I would draw it out. And I'd put the things here and the weights here. And the, this is, uh, this is this here. Guys, it's exactly the picture that I drew years before. It had been waiting for me. It was part of the process. And I can tell you this, I am grateful and thankful for every step of that process. I'm grateful and thankful that acupuncturist wanted more money from me. I'm grateful and thankful that I went to the other place with the loud music in the, in the, the dirty bathroom. I'm grateful and thankful that that doctor asked me to come there and then kicked me out and gave me five days. I'm grateful and thankful that I found that country club that I wasn't proud of. And I, I met Joe and we're still friends today. And I'm more than grateful for, I've never been grateful for anything more than that flood. And I'm not talking about the devastation that it caused myself or other people or the money or anything like that. Um, even for more of a metaphorical reason, I'm thankful and grateful for it because it taught me, it gave me the opportunity. It was, it was God in the universe giving me the opportunity to become the person that I knew that I wanted to be. Because without that flood, I, we, Lori and I joke about it now. But again, remember guys, this was over eight, eight years ago. It's easy to joke about now. Would I have just kept, stayed there? Would I have just kept renting around, half-assing my business? I'd like to think no, but I don't know. I don't know what I would have done. So I'm so thankful. I'm so grateful for that flood. And what the lesson I want you to hear from what I'm telling you today is this. People are going to push you. People are going to be brought into your life to, to challenge you. People are going to be brought into your life. And at the moment, you're going to perceive them as doing you harm. This is simply opportunity in the face of adversity. That acupuncturist and her husband were, were opportunity in the face of adversity. That place with the rap music was opportunity in the face of adversity. That doctor only giving me five days to get out was opportunity in the face, in, in, the, in the vision of adversity. And I say that because it taught me now as a business owner, there's nothing I can't do. I found a place to go in five days. 
The flood came. I figured it out. Opportunities are everywhere, guys. And a lot of times in our lives, most of the times in our lives, they're going to show up as adversities. And if you'll just push through those, if you'll just keep walking through those, believing in, trusting in, and loving the process. I had to have a real conversation. I still have my journal from that time. Um, I'm 40. God, for my 40th birthday, I still have that journal. I'll, I'll go back to it from time to time and I'll read what I told myself during that particular moment. And it was all the things, I told myself all the things that I thought I deserved and desired to be. I told myself of the greatness that I knew I could achieve. I, I wrote down all the clients I was going to help, how transformative I felt like I could be inside of this business. Every one of those things has come true. But it was me stepping into the process of the unknown that got me to where it is I am today. It was me not retreating in the face of adversity. Every one of those things was an opportunity for me to say this. This isn't for me. This, I, I got to go back to corporate America. I got to get that desk job again. I got to get that, that, I got to get that company car again. I got to get that title. I got to wear that suit again. But that would have been the wrong answer. That would have kept me stuck. Every one of these things was, was the universe and God testing me to see if I was really ready for what it was I said I wanted if I was really ready to be, do, and have all the things that I, that I thought I deserved. The truth is I did deserve them. But the other truth is I had to work my ass off to get them. And so I want you to hear this message today and I want you to fall in love with whatever process it is you're going through. I want you to understand that the adversity that's in front of you right this second is nothing more than an opportunity. It's an unanswered question. And if you can get the question, if you can get that adversity, that question answered, it's going to propel you to the next step and the next step and the next step. And guys, this, this is not to say that my life and my business and all those things still don't have adversities, but they're my adversities now. And I recognize them differently. And when they show up, I don't ever think about retreating. I look for the opportunity and the adversity now. And I didn't do that before. Something kept pushing me forward. And so right now, you may not be able to see the opportunity and all the adversities that are in front of you, but I want, to be, I want you to know I'm behind you and I'm pushing you forward to that next step. I'm pushing you through that adversity because I know this for a fact. If you'll just keep going, if you'll just keep going, whatever your flood is, it's going to be transformational in your journey. Guys, I hope this story helps you. I hope this, you find, you find a nugget in today's um, podcast. I hope there's some value there. If you loved it, let me know below. I always love to know how I can be of service to you guys. I feel like it's my responsibility and my duty to know that I've came through a lot to get where I am today. And not just this whole workout thing, but a lot just in my earlier life. I wanna give back and I wanna give back to people who need the help and need the assistance. So like the podcast, love the podcast, comment below. Um, let me know what you think about it. You can always go to my Facebook page, my Instagram page, throw me a note there. Um, if you're part of my Wellness Lab Launchpad, you're going to get early access to this episode, um, which doesn't make any sense right now because of the episode, I'm just recording it, but you'll get early access to every episode that I put out. And so make sure you're over there, Wellness Lab Launchpad. It's my free Facebook group. Um, I give advice, I give tips, I answer questions. I do all the things. And so... I just want you to know I believe in you. 
if you feel that force behind you, that's me giving you that little push or that little pat on the back to know that that we don't we don't go backwards. We're going to keep going forward, even in the face of, of the flood. And so know that you're not alone. Know that you're loved. Know that you're capable and know that you deserve everything that's on the other side of that adversity. All right, guys, I love you. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I'll see you next week. Have an awesome, awesome day. Bye.